Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Too Busy to Podcast. On the show with me today, we have Mariana Carlini, a funnel strategist and cartridge specialist who works with online business owners that do not have the time or the technical skills to build high-tech funnels that convert. She's a funnel expert and loves to take control of your tech and plan out your funnel strategy so that you can focus on other aspects of your business without the stress and overwhelm that tech often creates. Mariana works with you to ensure that your journey is personalized to your business needs and you are able to take your clients to the next level of their journey seamlessly and professionally. Mariana, welcome to the show. I am so, 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 so excited that you are here with us today. How are you? Thank you. Uh, I love the introduction, by the way, so am I might gonna steal it as well. <laughs> and uh, I, and you pronounce my name perfectly, which is something that people, some people struggle with. So, well done. Good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, and I thought, is that the right pronunciation? So, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was well, good. Um, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Really excited. I know that we know already since what well, since last year or two years. I, I can't remember. I think it's so been it's like, two years. It's been two years. Wow. So it feels like like we are chatting normally on uh, on uh, Instagram or whatever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We met on. How did we meet? I feel like it was definitely on Facebook. Was on, in some Maybe Facebook, Facebook group, group for sure, and it was uh, related to Kartra. I think you recommended me to someone, and then yes, we started to talk. You are my that. one and only when it comes to anything Kartra. <laughs> I have directed many a businesswoman to you in the past. I don't know anyone else who specializes in Kartra. Oh, that's good, and I don't even pay you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just like Mariana will help you because I. I dallied in Kartra when I first started out as a VA and thankfully my client at the time quickly decided that she didn't need my support with Kartra because I just thought, oh my God, my head is going to explode. So whenever I, like my VA clients would ask me and I'm like, nope, nope, that's not me. That's not my bag, but I've got the right woman for you. Yeah. So I'm really excited <laughs> to delve into all things funnels today. Cool. But before we do, I would love it if you could tell us a bit more about you and your story. So what my story? I started my online business two and a half years ago already. Well, time flies. Um, since then, uh, I, I've been working with various clients. Uh, first of all, maybe I could say why I started it. That would actually give a yeah. better picture. Um, I started it mainly because I was looking for freedom and flexibility. I, I came from uh, the corporate world. Uh, you perfectly know how strict that is. And um, after the pandemic or during the pandemic, I thought, oh, how did I actually go to the office five days a week? And um, how did I manage? I, I had no idea. 
And I was really dreading the time that to go back to the office after the pandemic. I did go back, but in the meanwhile, I had this plan to start my own business and leave my full-time job and obviously pursue my dream of freedom and flexibility of working from wherever I want because I'm based in the UK and I spend there most of my time, but I'm, I'm from Italy, so I like the fact that I can come to, my, to see my family and stay here uh, more than two weeks holiday and just actually yeah. work from here. And then obviously having my own time, as we were saying before, if, if one morning I don't fancy starting to work at nine and I fancy taking the, jo- uh, the dog to the park and then have a coffee, I know I can do that. So yeah, that's what I like the most. And uh, how I got into tech uh, of, of the online world, because I set, I basically help my clients setting up the tech behind the funnel. Um, I got into that because I think tech in my opinion, is really straightforward. It's really is, uh, ticking boxes, if you know what I mean. And, uh, yeah. it, and it's, it's really straightforward. For me, it's like, okay, what do we want to do? If we want to have, have this action to happen, we tick this box. If we, do, if we don't want this action, but we want something else to happen, then we tick this box and we set up this way. So for me, in my mind, is really straightforward. But I know that for many people it's not. So that's why I'm here. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you are here. And I know from personal experience, the word funnel sounds a lot more scary, a lot more complicated than it actually is. So I think that's a good place for us to start. The basics. Yeah. What funnel? (laughs) <laughs> As you said, funnel, sales funnel, marketing funnel is kind of a really unfriendly word. And a lot of mm-hmm. people think uh, as soon as they think of funnel, sales funnel, they think at tech. And yeah. uh, I know that a lot of people are stopped by this big wall uh, before starting selling an offer. Maybe they have something in mind. They want to create a course. They have a new offer, a new program that they want to sell and everything. But then they think, oh, I actually need to have a platform. I need to connect all the dots to make it work and have people to come into to get the course and come into my program. It's like, okay, I'm just going to leave it. I'm not going to do it because just thinking about tech stress, stressing me out. Um, it's not actually that difficult if you know what you need to do. Uh, like, for example, uh, let's talk about podcasts, for example. Many people might not realize that actually podcasts can be a part of their marketing funnel uh, as a lead generation because you actually putting yourself out there, talking about your expertise, and uh, people see your face. If you do the videos as well, they can hear your voice and they can hear all the little nuggets of uh, experience that you give them. So actually, you are nurturing them. You are nurturing your audience to get to know you and to understand what you can do for them. So this is like sort of your free content for people out there. So you can uh, this can be the base and the start of your funnel. Uh, you can direct people to listen to your episodes and uh, use it as a sort of lead generation, like a free lead magnet, as we all talk about lead magnet. Um, on social media and on the online world. Um, after that, once you, you have people uh, that they listen to your podcast, for example, 
I'm pretty sure you might put some links at the bottom when you redirect people, maybe. Or you, I'm pretty sure you mentioned it in one of your stories that you started mentioning your uh, services during the podcast so that people actually start to understand better how you can help them with their own podcast. And the links that you might add to the bottom of the podcast in the script and everything might redirect them, I don't know, to another lead magnet, to your services page or to your social media, anything that to get them to uh, keep them in your world so that they can get to know you and uh, listen to you and learn from you. And then they are most likely to then buy from you as well. Yes, that is a very simple way of putting it. And I wish I had that definition (laughs) when I first came into the online space and there was something that you said that triggered an image in my mind when I started out I always like kind of imagined an octopus and so like the top of the funnel was the octopus's head and the funnel was all its legs all the different pieces was the legs and that's why I thought oh my god I can't this whole funnel thing is just so complicated yeah but actually yes there are some funnels that are got lots of different things going on, but equally there are funnels that are really, really simple, right? Yes. Would you say a podcast is one of the simplest or simpler funnels? It is is simple because obviously to make a podcast, as you might be able to say, you need a platform. For example, now we are using one. We need a microphone and basically a good Wi-Fi, especially. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's, it's not that costly. It might take time of your day to to record it and maybe to uh, edit it, but once it's out there, it's out there. Um, yeah. So I think it's I think it's when you say about easy and complicated funnels, it all depends where you are in your online business journey. So obviously, if you are starting out, I always recommend people. Some people come to come to me with really difficult and complicated uh, funnels. And maybe they're just selling a really low-cost offer. And I'm thinking, why are you complicated your life? Uh, to starting out, just start with something really simple, like, for example, a podcast or a lead magnet, a piece of free content. Uh, get people to sign up to it. Get their email address, their name. Uh, you, doesn't, you don't even have to complicate yourself with that really complicated design, opt-in page, uh, really long, especially if it's free content. The simplest is the page, the better. You just need to get them to sign up. And then just add them to an email sequence, usually followed by a five, seven email, emails where mm-hmm. you start nurturing your audience uh, by telling them what you do, who you are. Uh, try to get them feel close to you as a person. And um, and then just, uh, and then obviously offer, uh, telling them more about their issue which is why they sign up probably to your uh, podcast to listen to something that they're related to and, and that's for them is an issue. And then uh, just give them the solution. So this is what I can do for you to let you go forward and uh, uh, solve this issue. And that's really is really. It's not like, obviously, once you start growing, you're going to have more programs, more um uh, more maybe courses, uh, a bigger offer. Maybe you might want to add, obviously, different uh, types of uh, automation or email sequences to the different journey that your customer takes. But as to start, I mean, this, I'm a big fan of simple things. So yeah, <laughs> the simplest, the better. 
Yeah. Well, that's very in line with the show. Simple, not complicated. (laughs) It's key. It's crucial. It's important. So what are some of the common, I don't like to use the word mistakes. What are some of the common mistakes that people, that you've seen people do Mm -hmm. um, that you would like to, you know, shine a light on for our listeners? Well, first of all, as we said before, definitely don't complicate things. Do not Mm -hmm. complicate things. And you said also about the finance being an octopus. Um, I would suggest people, instead of going from your mind to to the screen and start building things out, Take a pen and paper. I know that there are a lot of platforms like Dell. I don't know if you've heard of Funnelytics. It helps you to build your, your um, uh, funnel on, uh, on a oh, page cool. for you. So you're going to see step by step all, your step all the steps of your funnel. But don't complicate things. If you're starting out, just take a piece of paper, a pen, and you start writing down your funnel. So every single step, start, start writing it down. And uh, it's going to be much clearer to have this in front of you so you can see actually what are you going to build before going into the system and start building stuff. And then before you realize you're going to, you're going to get lost because you don't know you're going to, mm. you're going to be lost in the multiple steps you're trying to do. And then you're going to even be lost on your, in your faults. And so first of all, pen and paper, write it down what you're selling and the steps, like even starting, okay, to do this, I need a landing page, thank you page, uh, five uh, email sequence, and and so on. And after that, okay, where this email, what's the call to action? What do I want people to do when uh, they start receiving my sequence? Uh, that's really important. So first of all, piece of paper, write down everything, every steps you need to do. And then you go into the system and on the computer and you start building it. Um, another thing that I see people had wrong, for example, is try to use ads on uh, offers that they are not sure if they're going to work out. So this actually mm-hmm. helps you to waste a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, if you are lucky, if you've done your due diligence, marketing research, etc., and you know already your audience, you might have already an offer that actually is good enough for it to run on ads. But if you're not sure and if you don't know, make sure that you try organically first and see how it goes. If people respond well, then use paid ad to reach more people. But otherwise, please... <laughs> don't do it <laughs> because you're going to spend a lot of money. And I had already people and I spoke to people already that they tried to sell something that is not working and it is not working and they use, and because it's not working organically, they use ads to make it work, but it actually doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know what the problem is, Mariana? I don't know about anyone listening, but I am definitely guilty of doing you know the boost ad on Facebook. Okay, <laughs> Do you? I've done that <laughs> when I first started out. I was like, "Oh, what's this? <laughs> I'm going to boost a post." <laughs> How did it go? But you know, they be yeah, it didn't go. <laughs> it didn't go very well at all. Um, I didn't spend a lot of money, and I didn't do it for very long. Okay, but I think part of the issue is it's so easily accessible. Yes, because every time you kind of post or make a post, especially from your Facebook page, 
the button's just there. So he's like, oh, what's this? And then you just click it. But yeah, I probably spent about £10. <laughs> so not a huge investment. Yeah, no, you're right. Totally. So yeah, I would advise that first of all. Um, oh, no, it was my second advice, actually. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> third advice, it would be test, test and test. Uh, I know it, it's funny enough and it feels like it's something that is, would be common sense. But a lot of people that they do um, DIY, their own funnels, then actually they don't test it. And it's like, why, do, why didn't you test it? <laughs> you, don't, you don't need, it's just about signing up as if you were a person of your audience. You don't have to do anything, mm. anything particular. Just sign up as if you were your audience. And you see actually how your audience is going to go through your, your offer. So test it, test it, and test it. Because actually you're going to find out if there's any issues, you're going to find out, find out about before people go through it. How many times do you test? Every time I had, um, I built something, then yeah, I tended to test. And uh, make sure that you, you looked at it from uh, your laptop and your mobile. Because sometimes things that can look different. Yeah, the mobile always trips Mm-mm. trips me up. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah, it, it, sometimes because obviously we tend to build something on our big screen. Mm-hmm. Then uh, if uh, the platform we are not using using is not um, um, compatible uh, with the mm. uh, with the mobile version, so yeah, it kind of be tricky, and you have to play around with the page and the emails, etc. But most of the time, especially these days, they're always com- becoming more. Uh, flexible uh, with the two versions and it's easier to build things that they look good on both versions and don't, don't forget the tablets because now a lot of people are using the tablets as well yeah which is a different screen <laughs> another like, one can we just have one screen please <laughs> so to recap for our listeners number one keep it simple that is if you take yes. nothing else away from this episode <laughs> that is something that you should take away number two avoid ads Unless you have an offer that's already working. That is already, you know, that is already working. Yeah. If you're not sure that if it's working, just keep that in mind. You don't want to waste too much money on something that is not good for your audience. So as essentially allow you to enhance a well-serving offer. Is that a good way of putting it? Perfect. Yeah. 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 And number three, finally, is test, test, test. I probably would test three times, but I'm a bit OCD. (laughs) (laughs) You can test as many times as as you want. And don't forget as well that even if you test it now, make sure that you test it in a couple of months as well, because, you know, Ah, things grow. um, You know, there's always some updates in the systems, especially if you're using more than one system all connected and they're all connected together. Just make sure that every now and then you do a check, just in case, peace of mind. Yeah, no, that's right. Factor it into maybe your quarterly. Yeah. I do like certain things every quarter to make sure, um, like website stuff, etc. Yeah. So that's really good. All right, so let's talk about the tools or the tech. And I know like myself, you work with business owners who don't have the time. Like if you were to look at my application forms for my launch mm-hmm. um, offer, people either put like what's stopping you what's holding you back from launching your podcast and it's either time or tech so you're like exactly there with me 
So what are some of the tech or the tools that you recommend to kind of put your funnel together? So what are some of the simple ones that people can get started with? I always try to find out when people ask me this question, I always try to find out where they are in their business. Uh, If they're beginners, Uh, uh, how much they can, how much, how much is their budget as well? Because obviously mm -hmm. I understand that if if you're just starting out, you don't want to spend too much, but also you need to think about where you see your business in one year time. Because obviously if you start small with a really small platform now that doesn't allow you to do some stuff, but but you know that in six months you want to add, for example, a course or another program to your offer, you need to make sure that you're choosing the right platforms now because otherwise in six months' time you're going to have to start all over again by moving everything over and learn the other platform from, from zero again. So you're going to actually be in kind of, again, in the same situation. So always think about what's your budget and uh, try to think in the long run, where is your business going and what you're going to need mm-hmm. uh, far along, along the line. Uh, said that, uh, when you're starting out with uh, um, email marketing, one of my favorite platform that is free, uh, it's got a free plan, it's MailerLite. And you can build your opt-in pages and uh, you have up to, how much is it? 10,000 or a thousand? Maybe a thousand leads? Might be a, I think a thousand. Yes, it might be a thousand. 10,000 yeah, sounds too much. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that would be way too generous. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the free version actually allows you to do a lot. So I would start with that if you're just doing, um, if you're going to do email marketing only. But if you already know that you might want to add a course, uh, next the, in, during this year or the next, maybe you want to start with platform a bit more. Um, I wouldn't say complicated because otherwise I'm going to scare people off. Um, more advanced, like Kartra or my favorite one, uh, especially for the automation that it gives you. There's loads you can segment your uh, audience, uh, your um, email list. Like you just need to ask, and they have it. <laughs> or Kajabi as well is, is a similar one to Kartra and um, there's loads up, up there. So you really need to think where's your business is going and what are you going to offer and your budget. And plus, I, I would like to mention as well that th- you need to think about that um, you are not just paying for the platform, even if it's free or not. You're not just getting a platform and paying maybe £10 or so, I don't know when the cheapest one, but think about that you're going to have to spend time on mm. setting it all up. So make sure that this platform is actually easy for you to use and it allows you to yeah. do what you need to be done. So don't think only about, okay, uh, this platform costs me 10 pounds car, car and it, it does this car truck costs 70 pounds. So obviously I'm going to go for the cheaper one. But then my, you might have to connect different platforms to, for example, if you have only email, an email marketing platform, you might need a cart, you might need mm. uh, another platform that does uh, for you uh, the calendar, for example, or you need another platform that maybe is free, but you can host your course. So you're going to end up not paying much in money, but paying much more in time. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that definitely you need to uh, think about when you decide what platform to use. Yeah. I think a lot of people sign up to things because someone else 
said they should, but then they don't really know how to use it. Or if they're like on the total end of the tech spectrum of they really don't like tech, Kartra's hardly (laughs) the first one that you want to start with. And so I think it's really important that you've made you've made that point. There is a budget element. There's a time element, the short term time, as well as the long term time when you decide to move stuff. But at the same time, it's just knowing your capabilities, unless you do have the budget to outsource to Mariana, for example. example. (laughs) But if you don't, and you're doing it yourself, do think about that. You don't necessarily need to go with a platform because a seven figure coach uses it and sings their praises because Kartra is no easy platform. (laughs) there's just so much you need to put the time in to master it yeah and then of course it will become easy um but if you're starting out in your business or wherever you are in your journey really have you got oodles of time like 20 30 hours to sit down and ponder around Kartra so yeah pick a platform that is a bit of an all-rounder yeah like you said depending on where you are now and where you probably will be are there any sort of downsides to, so I'm with MailerLite, mm-hmm. but if I did want to move in the future or anyone listening who is thinking of moving, are there any downsides to moving platforms or is it quite easy? Downside, obviously the downside is going to be the time uh, that you're going to spend in moving everything yeah. over. Uh, obviously it depends how much stuff you've got on MailerLite. Uh, right now you might have to move over Mm. Uh, uh, something that i recommend for example if you don't want to be in a position where you decide in a six months time to move everything over and you have like a couple of lead magnets you've got emails you maybe you've been sending newsletter and everything make sure that you you write your emails and you write your copy on a google doc so that is already there especially because yeah, just because at least it's there, you know, and uh, you don't have to move it after. And it's much easier to write your email on a Google Doc and then just copy and paste in MailerLite or whatever your um, email marketing platform is. So as well as I say, when I say to my clients about, okay, we are going to create a course, the, the first things I always tell them is make sure that all the material, videos, PDFs, um, ebooks, files, whatever you have for the course, make sure that is a is saved on a cloud folder as well. Just don't uh, record yeah. any videos and then it's only in Kartra. Make sure that it's on uh, on a Google folder, or a Google on a cloud folder so that you know that it's there. Yeah, that's a very good point. It's, it's easy to do and it's better to be safe than sorry <laughs> later on. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, if you can't get into, like, I couldn't get into my mailer light for a few days and, support were not being as supportive (laughs) as they should be in a sort of prompt manner but yeah if you've got everything in one place you have nowhere else to kind of go for a backup so that's a really good really good point and I'm glad I asked because in my head I was just thinking about my subscribers but of course the longer you've been with your email marketing platform You've have the content. It's not just your subscribers. Yeah, no, you've got lots of stuff. It's like your lead magnets. Yeah. So I hadn't quite thought of that. So you've the point you've made, I'll reinforce it. I mean, if you're thinking of moving in six months, that no. <laughs> but yeah. think think a bit more longer term and pick something that you can kind of stick to. I say the same about podcast hosts. It's quite easy to move your podcast from one host to the other, but then you have to keep, you know, keep an eye on your stats because your stats don't move mm. over. So it's kind of the 
the same yeah. thing. You don't think a bit more long term to save yourself time. Yeah, in the long exactly, term. exactly. Uh, the long term is definitely uh, a big one. Definitely, uh, it needs to be uh, included when you decide what to do, as well as your budget and your time as well. And are you techy or not? Because if if something goes wrong. While if you have an all-in-one system like Kartra or Kajabi, you know that you have to check inside the platform was wrong. If something goes wrong and you are, you are using like five different platforms, you have to go in every single one to understand where is the issue and how to fix it. And uh, I mean, it, it takes time. <laughs> sounds, and obviously, we, that sounds we, ne- we never think about, we only think about, okay, this platform costs 10 pounds, I'm going to get this one. But we never think about, right. okay, how, um, how many hours I'm going to actually use to set it all up and then actually maintain it. And do I know how yeah. to use it? Is it, is it to use enough for me or is it too complicated and it gives me a headache? Because if a platform starts giving yeah. you a headache, you ended up not using it. So it's going to stop all your marketing, basically. Yeah, no, that's a really, really good point. Well, I would love to know a little bit more about how the spotlight's on you now. How do you support your clients? I know you do done for you primarily, right? Yeah. Do you write copy or do you literally just do the tech? Tell us a little bit more about what happens in Mariana's world. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, uh, I support my clients basically with all the tech. Uh, I do have an associate who does the copy for me. If my clients comes uh, and needs help with emails or copy for the pages, uh, we can support with that, uh, but I mainly focus on the uh, on the tech. I would set up all the tech. Uh, I do, uh, I, as you said, I do done for you, uh, which is you come to me, you tell me your issue, but not you know your issue. But mainly, sometimes people come to me with their issue, and we find a solution, and uh, and then you give me all your the information I need. For example, if you don't need copyright written for you. My clients give me the copy, graphics, photos, if they have any branding photos that they want to use, their colors, fonts, anything that they want to add to their pages or courses. And I will put it all together for them, set it all up with the automation ready to go. We would test it, obviously. I also obviously do done with you service. I have power hours when we discuss and we solve an issue during the hour or I've got as well half day training if uh, for example someone comes to me and asks and say that uh, they just signed up to Kartra or they have Kartra they don't they want to have a one-to-one to understand how to use it and so I will train them as well. And then what's the funnel strategy piece? Um, yeah the funnel strategy we we talk about what uh, what they want to sell, what they are promoting, mm-hmm. and uh, we decide what type of funnel to put together. For example, if it's like a lead magnet funnel, we would start with the pages, sequences, and obviously the files as well, the, the lead magnet itself. Or if it's a challenge, uh, we will build together the funnel, the strategy for the challenge, and uh, so on. Perfect. All right. I just wanted to make sure that that information was out there well thank you so much for sharing please do let our listeners know a little bit more about where they can find you online um i'm mainly on instagram my favorite platform um uh, my handle is uh, uh, mariana dastek and uh, they also can find me on um, facebook uh, mariana carlini or linkedin as well or oh, i have my own website which is 
withvirtual.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.